Creative Conundrums is recorded in Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of the Ashinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and the homeland of the Métis Nation. Hi, and welcome to Creative Conundrums. I'm Googly Doc. And I'm Senpai. We're here to talk about our struggles and triumphs as creatives. And answer creative questions asked by you, our loving and sometimes bizarre podcast family. If you have any questions for future shows, send them to creativeconundrums at outlook.com. Hey everybody, I'm the incredible, the incomparable, the incomprehensible Googly Doc. Our beloved senpai is taking a vacation this week, so I'm going to be doing the recording alone. So uh, I've got a few questions that I've been asked over the last couple weeks, and as usual, we'll be getting into that at the latter half of this particular podcast episode. Like senpai's other episode where they were doing the episode by themselves. I am going to be using a shortened format, uh, starting off with the challenges that have been in my life over the last couple of weeks. The first and foremost challenge that I've had in my life has been unemployment. It's done some pretty terrible things to, to me psychologically in terms of my confidence and in terms of <clears throat> my ability to just get myself out of bed every day and continue on with the things I have to do. Now I do it anyway because I'm a dad and I gotta. But contrary to popular belief, um, this whole isolation thing and my lack of a job hasn't done well for me creatively at all. I've been really struggling hard and I've been finding myself sitting at my keyboard doing nothing unable to squeak out even a single word so I spend most of my time just just reading and listening and I found some solace doing important things in terms of social activism lately attending the protest for Black Lives Matter here in Winnipeg and trying to boost voices of people of color as much as I can, whenever I can. But I think it's time to uh, shit or get off the pot, as it were, and just get down to it and start creating again and doing editing and just force myself back into the patterns where I was in when I was still employed. I think the one thing that I have that can be of a greatest benefit to the world and the people around me is to provide a space where people can take a break from the fight for a little bit and just listen to and read the silly shit that I I write and I say and to help them regenerate and get some more energy and head back out to the fight. That's pretty much what I do and who I am. So I'm going to get back to it. Now, creative stuff I've been doing has been mainly just editing some stuff and completing some stuff uh, in terms of some freelance RPG writing and this podcast 
and uh, I've actually been participating in World of Warcraft streams of uh, senpais and trying to do what I can to be as funny and entertaining for senpais uh, streams as I possibly can on, on Twitch. As for other creative stuff, I've been trying to get a hold of Berserk Games, who are the creators of Tabletop Simulator, to try and get a digital release of Over to Boards done. They haven't replied to me yet. It's been about a month, and I've sent, I think, two emails. I'm going to send a third email, but uh, if anybody's got any other contact information or or who's connected with them, maybe let me know, and uh, I'm going to try and make some inroads in another way. My live-action role-playing game, Almost Super, is on hold for as long as COVID-19 is out there because playing live-action role-playing games uh, is not a good idea when it comes to COVID-19, so I'm not really developing much in terms of that LARP right now. However, I've got it into my head that I may end up releasing a... Uh, system agnostic world book so people can play tabletop over their computer and whatnot on tabletop simulator or or roll 20 or whatever and so at least people can experience the uh, chronicles of cheeseburg for themselves so i'm going to continue on with that as much as i can uh the intent is that it's going to be a larp but i may just release a tabletop role-playing game supplement anyhow i want to take a look at getting Bastard Wizard Golf off the ground too uh, because I have taken some cue cards and I've created kind of card decks and I'm trying to figure out the mechanic behind it. It seems to work so far. Uh, I'm not going to mention anything about the mechanics but it's a pretty fun game and it's going to make you hate your friends which is why they call it Bastard Wizard Golf instead of Friendly Wizard Golf. I'm going to get into questions I've been asked. Question number one. Is griefing a problem for you as an RPG GM? The answer to this question is is complex. Yes, griefing has been a problem for me as an RPG GM in a number of different ways. The key I've found to getting around griefing at the table is the session zero where everybody is creating their characters together and they're creating a group concept together and everybody's expectations on what they want to get out of this particular game are set out right at the hop right if if, and if things just aren't compatible between the players or the gm or whatever then those people are free to choose to stay or go at or if it's a case of the GM, you just even run the game if they want. The onus shouldn't always be on the GM. The onus should also be on the players not to grief each other for any of a number of reasons. Like, just to just to get a reaction out of people or whatever. I understand that some people prefer combat and whatnot when it comes to their role-playing game experience and that extends to creating characters that they want to see fight the other player characters however you got to understand that when you create a character specifically to incite combat with the other player characters 
it's going to bring the entire game to a screeching halt and make the entire game about you. So if everybody is on the same page and they want regular combat to be happening between the player characters and regular player character death and creating player characters specifically to kill other player characters and whatnot, if everybody agrees on that, fair enough, go for it. But if only one person wants to do that, it kind of ruins the experience for everybody else. So try and be honest with yourself and be honest with the group about what you want. Even if that means that you aren't going to be in that game with those people. Because, you know, you owe it to yourself as well to find a game that you want to play in. So, yeah, you got to be honest with yourself and with your group. Question number two. What is the hog army hierarchy? The hog army hierarchy. Okay, for those of you who are just starting to listen to the podcast, um, a long time ago, well, not a long time ago, it must be a year, maybe two years ago, somehow people started linking the 30 to 50 feral hogs thing to me. Not that I was the person that said it first, because I didn't, but there was an article that came out stating that the 30 to 50 feral hog thing and feral hogs were coming from Canada in the United States. And somehow, people started suspecting that the hogs were members of my personal retinue, my army, my entourage, as it were. And every day, I would receive at least one post related to feral hogs on my on my feed and i got a lot of people who who read my facebook stuff regularly and so everybody started associating the feral hogs with me and so i got even more feral hog stuff and then people started calling me the hog father and and le generalissimo i think somebody called me at one point and uh yeah i i gotta tell you right now um I am I, I there's I've got nothing to do with the hogs. The hogs are not my fault. Uh, I'm not the hog general, and uh, well, yeah, it, it it's just it's just a funny thing people say on the internet. It, it I've really got nothing to do with the whole feral hog thing. Wilbur, for Pete's sake, now is not the time. Later, later, I will take your report later. I know, just not. Now, so yeah, any uh, any um, ties to me and the feral hog army are uh, completely baseless. Question number three: What inspires you most when writing adventures and stories? I would have to say, uh, music inspires me more than anything else. Music can evoke emotions in a person like nothing else. It's one of the reasons why I loved being a musician for as long as I was. I hear a song and a story pops into my head or a scene pops into my head or uh, a dialogue starts playing itself in my head based on whatever tune is playing at the time. So I would have to say music definitely is what inspires me most. Question number four. Are Canada geese assholes all the time? I would say uh, most of the time, yes. But you got to keep in mind that Canada geese are also, in. they are 
the best kind of spouses ever. They mate for life, and that's it. They don't they don't fuck each other over at all. They're great parents as well, and uh, you got to keep in mind that they're only assholes to us, and we hunt them. So, <laughs> yeah, and they are not. I repeat, not my air force. I don't have an air force. I don't have an army of hogs. That doesn't happen. They're they are independent geese. I am I am not their wing commander. Question number five. Seriously, what's with the googly eyes? Okay, uh, back in the day, my internet icon was just my eyebrows and beard. And one day, I just kind of stuck googly eyes onto my icon, and people loved it. It was one of the most uh, appreciated things that I have ever created, was my googly-eyed icon. And so, I kept it, and I even changed the name of my business from Shared Weave Games to Googly Beard Games because it was more identifiable and it basically just branded itself. Yeah, so it's it's basically my face with the googly eyes and uh, again, I love googly eyes. I love putting googly eyes on stuff. Uh, I love uh, even more than putting googly eyes on stuff. I, I appreciate the art form of putting googly eyes on stuff. So keep sending me the googly eyes stuff and I'm going to keep loving it and laughing, and it really, really brightens my day. And that's all the questions that we have for this week. All of the other questions are, are best left for when Senpai can join me again, and we can banter about them and talk about them and play off each other. I know today was not uh, your typical fare, and, uh, but you know what? Senpai needed some time off, and I am glad to give it to them. Love you all. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.